Welcome to Hey, Did I Ever Tell You About? I'm Karen Hager. Listen now as Dave Hager tells another tale from more than 50 years as a newspaper columnist and reporter. Imagine you're walking down the street with Dave when suddenly he turns and says... Hey, did I ever tell you about the time that the state police and I raided the cigar store in Crawfordville, Indiana? Oh, I, I, it was a long time ago. I think it was 1962 when uh, we did this. But uh, I, uh, as a reporter for the Crawfordville Journal Review, I covered uh, police as one of my major areas that I covered. And... Uh, so I would see the police every day. And one thing I noticed about the police department in Crawfordsville way back then was they didn't have uh, many cameras and that sort of thing. So they knew I was taking pictures for the newspaper as well as writing for them. So they would occasionally ask me to take uh, crime photos for them. So it wasn't unusual when they asked me if I would ride along with them for one night. And I usually did that, too, just to, uh, you know, get to know the guys and uh, kind of cozy up to them so they would tell me things. Sure. Yeah. And so I was doing that sort of thing. And one night they called me and asked me to uh, get ready and bring my camera. But they wouldn't tell me where we were going. And what it was, it was a big raid. It involved the uh, sheriff's department in Montgomery County. They, they were the the chief uh, instigators of the raid, and uh, and uh, the uh, some Indiana state troopers, and and me. <laughs> and so anyway, we rode around. I didn't know that we were going on a raid. It was all very hush hush and radio messages that were just kind of odd and but nobody would say anything and all of a sudden uh, we pulled up in front of Crane's Cigar Store and that's a in downtown Crawfordsville Indiana and uh, uh, you know you made uh, people might forgotten cigar stores now but uh, Indiana had a lot of cigar stores that's where you bought your cigarettes and your cigars magazines Sometimes, uh, like Cranes was a big one, and uh, they had a soda bar there at one time and that sort of thing. I don't even know if they're still in business. Hmm. But anyway, we uh, we pulled up, a whole bunch of us. Uh, there must have been four or five cars of law enforcement people. And we uh, hopped out of the car and ran for the front door of Cranes. <laughs> And we, we bolted inside. This must have been about 8 o'clock at night. And I do remember it was still light, so this must have been summertime. And, and anyway, we bolted inside and uh, uh, we're yelling, raid, raid, raid. And we, Cranes had a great big room that you came into. That was the main room where the uh, soda bar was and that sort of thing. And then there was a back room, and we were aiming for the back room. And so we ran through all these. Uh, this room had tables and chairs in it for the customers to, you know, sit down and eat their Sundays and that sort of thing. And then uh, we headed for the back door to the back room. And there was a 
false wall that divided the back room from the front room. It was about eight feet high, mm-hmm. and the door, of course, the back room was locked. We couldn't get in, pounded on it. A couple of the big troopers tried to use their shoulders against it, and a one trooper climbed got up on a table and climbed over the wall huh. and, he, and he leaned over he says come on Dave and give me your cameras and I had a big speed graphic camera you know one of those old ones that uh, had the flash gun on it oh and weighed about 10 pounds <laughs> and so I handed it to the trooper and then I jumped up on the table and I climbed over the wall I don't know how I did it <laughs> I climbed over the wall we dropped inside and there was a room had a great big round table in it. It was covered with money and chips and cards and and a bunch of people. There must have been, I'd say there was eight or nine players, most of whom were on their feet when we came over the wall. And they, uh, some of them uh, headed for another back storage room and some just stood there kind of, you know, they were frightened, of course, and didn't know what to do. And so the cops began, you know, taking their names and that sort of thing. But it was obvious that the ones who had escaped weren't around, you know. Hmm. Well, the back room was full of uh, storage stuff, old junk, metal and everything. And we were standing there and I, I started, I was snapping pictures and I got a great picture of Sheriff uh, Clancy Demerit standing next to one of the the big gamblers, you know, kind of with a smile on his face, like, I got you now, you know. (laughs) That's right. And I remember that hung, that photo apparently for many years hung in the jail. Oh. (laughs) but, But anyway, so we were, you know, they were doing their thing, making arrests and everything. And all of a sudden, every once in a while, we'd hear a sound from the back room, kind of a clang, 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 you know, sometimes. And, well, they, they, it was dark back there, and the people who had escaped had run into that dark room, and they were blundering around in there because <laughs> there was no way out except through, uh, through our door. And... <laughs> So if they were crashing in and falling into the junk and everything, finally some deputies went in and pulled them out. And when they came out, some guys had, you know, cut forehead or that sort of thing, rust spots, you know, they just, they just, it was a messy raid. So anyway, that, that was, uh, that was my, my raid. And uh, I can still see it today. I can still feel the the pain I had trying to get over that wall (laughs) although I was a young man at the time I probably was a little older after I made that run (laughs) when I think of raids like that I think of the paddy wagon outside and everyone being led into what happened to the people who were caught well the players uh were it was a misdemeanor in Indiana to be to they were charged with uh, uh, various things, but mainly they were, uh, you know, a visiting a gaming house type of thing. So they were just customers, and uh, the the leaders of the of the game that held the game every Thursday night or whenever it was, uh, they were the ones who get, were charged with gambling. 
So everybody went to court, and I think the customers just had to pay a fine, and they got mm -hmm. off. But the leaders, I seem to think that uh, one or two of them went to prison, but I, I'm not certain about that. Oh, my gosh. Did that shut down the back room at Cranes for good? Uh, no. No. <laughs> After after a while, you know, they figured the heat was off, and so the cranes started up again. And by that time, I had moved on to Michigan, mm -hmm. and it changed uh, jobs. Went to a, the went to the News Palladium in Benton Harbor, but uh, there were at least three cigar stores in Crawfordsville. All of them had poker games in the back room and I don't know why they picked Cranes. Cranes was the most famous and the most popular and I think they picked Cranes for the raid because it had the most customers and they thought they could get the most uh, more bang for their buck there you know. Wow oh my gosh okay that is a great story. <laughs> Thank you. Well, for I, rem that. I remember it, and like I say, I can still see that uh, that uh, trooper. I don't know his name, bending back over the wall and saying, "Dave, give me your camera and come on," and going over that wall. Never forget that. Did anybody give you any heat for using their photo? I mean, I would think that people would have hated to be photographed like that. Well, no, not at that time. I did have some problems with that with other stories. Maybe maybe uh, I could tell you about those sometime. Retired newsman Dave Hager returns to this podcast regularly with more tales from half a century of walking a newsbeat in Indiana and Michigan. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and join us for the next tale in Hey, Did I Ever Tell You About... 